What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, really? <laughs> they don't know nothing about that. Um, I'm sure many of them do. How they go? You don't remember the theme song? I mean, yeah, but I mean, that was a nice track. Yeah, I'm sorry, nice I don't have the, that was the nice vocal track. ability. No, it's right. okay, you did, <laughs> did good. Hi, guys. We're what back. is up, family? We said we were coming back for round Part two. two. Therapy <sighs> Thursday. Right. I'm excited. This is the conversation that we promised to continue. Mm-hmm. What's not handled in singleness will affect Your togetherness. togetherness. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So come on in the room, tag somebody. You know how we like to do. Would you go ahead and tag somebody in the chat mm-hmm. at how you doing? I'm glad you showed up, bro. <laughs> at how you doing? I'm glad you showed up, sis. Let's go ahead and create some like energy and welcoming right. in the room. It's virtual, yes, but we are striving to make it personal. Amen. And we're excited to see you anytime. Miss Flowers is on the scene. You know it's gonna be good. You know I got some love too. I got some love. I appreciate the 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 love. Few few messages that I got. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's been a while. Yeah. We've been we've been on some other stuff. Been been yeah. occupied with a few other things that have kept me away from being behind. Well, not behind the camera, but in front of the camera rather. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad to be here, and yes. hopefully you'll see more of me soon yes. in the future. See me doing some more stuff. Had it. Had to take care of some stuff, but I'm here today. Yes, and I think it is gonna be absolutely good. Um, We're excited for several reasons. The first one has nothing to do with Therapy Thursday, but this announcement, this special announcement that we are gonna share on Sunday. Just, Just make sure that you're watching or in person or online. I can't wait to share it with you. And yes, you gotta wait. We're excited. <laughs> you gotta wait. Um, yeah. And also I think Tonight is going to bring a lot of clarity. Um, it's going to activate tears and um, certain people, depending on where you are yeah. um, in your healing journey. We started off the last conversation really just um, breaking down and dissecting that there are systems mm-hmm. because more is caught than taught. In your household, there was a system that you caught. In my household, there was a system that I caught in Mrs. Flowers' household, there was a system that she caught. And what happens is when we get married, when I said I do to her, and when she said I do to me, we also said I do to a system. And most of the time, marital problems are single problems that were never dealt with. That's right. There was a system that was never dealt with. And I begin to think like, how in the world does trauma, dysfunction, abuse like how does that get passed down from generation to generation to generation we see it in gen z we see it in millennials we see it in baby boomers we see it in generation x like how does it go undetected and i was really really wondering like how does how do we have certain strongholds or issues go on from generation to generation without anybody noticing it and i felt like just preparing for this the holy spirit just was like duh normalization Mm mm-hmm yeah. It is what has been normalized right. from great grandmother to grandmother to mother to current. There mm-hmm. is something that was normal that right. nobody ever challenged. Right. We learn how to function in dysfunction right. and we never saw it as wrong because it has become our normal. 
But what we're striving to do with Therapy Thursday and every message that the Lord allows us to serve you with, we want to present to you the principle of exposure. Amen. We want to expose you to the fact like if you notice the normal pattern and you're exposed to that's not healthy, mm -hmm. now you can never be unexposed again. Yep. Once you've been exposed, you can never be unexposed again. Mm -hmm. And once you're exposed to, hey, God wants you healthy. God wants you healed. Mm -hmm. God desires this from you. Mm -hmm. No, it, it, it's not normal that all of us curse each other out. Right. It's not normal for you to pass your heart along like hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> Who has the hot potato? It's not normal to experience recycled pain due to a deficiency in wisdom. That may have been normal in your bloodline, but I don't want that normal in your life. I don't want that normal in your life. So this principle of exposure, exposing you to the reality that as you heal, you will be misunderstood. Absolutely. See, for all of the people who are like, you know, I just can't stand to be misunderstood. Mm -hmm. When you heal, you will be misunderstood. Yes. Because people won't be able to understand the new version of you when they are familiar with the broken one. I'm familiar with you being like extremely sensitive. Yeah. I'm familiar with you going zero to 100 real quick. I'm familiar when you go through things, you got to get high to try to escape your reality. I'm familiar with that being your person. And so now when they say things like you're acting different, you're acting different. It's no, I just refuse to live where we met. And you are misunderstanding this new me right. because you only understood the old me. Right, right. That's so good. Yeah, and I, I think it's important to, you know, the enemy will, will really try to make you feel guilty. Yes. For, for growing. Yes. For, for progressing. That part. And for trying to do and be better. Mm. And we will have family members and friends that will try to really put this, like, cloud of this heaviness over you so that you won't change yeah. um and what we have to get to a point is being okay with moving forward even mm. if certain people don't understand or don't agree or are not okay with it so good we have to be okay with that come to that resolve that i have to do this for myself i've yes. got to progress i've got to grow i've got to move past this stage that my life has been in or that my family has been in. I, I have to move beyond this because this is no longer conducive mm. for my mental health or my emotional health. Talk, Ms. For Flowers. my children. This is no longer conducive for me. I don't this isn't this isn't functional. This yeah. this this can't be okay. Yeah. And once you come into that knowledge and that realization that I can have and be better than this. Don't feel guilty. Yes. Don't feel guilty about moving forward and being healthy. It doesn't mean that you don't love the people in your life. It doesn't mean that you are rejecting the people in your life. That yeah. just means that you have made the decision to do better. Mm. And everybody's not gonna understand that. That just, like that whole misunderstanding thing. Yeah. I am one of those people, like when I'm in a conversation with someone, I hate being misunderstood. I do not want my motives or my intentions or my words to be taking a diff taken a different way. I want to make sure that you are clear with what I'm trying to say or what I'm trying to convey to you. I never want to be who I am to ever be misunderstood. Yeah. And sometimes 
it's gonna be that way mm-hmm. with your life or not just in a regular conversation, but it's gonna be that way. Everybody's not gonna understand your stance. Everybody's not gonna understand the depths that you have to go to or the steps that you have to take or the lengths that you have to go in order for you to be healthy and whole. Yes. Everybody's not gonna understand that. Yes. And your process is not gonna look like somebody else's process. You may have to do something separate and distinct than somebody else because you're saying, hey, this is what I have to do. In in order for me to be healed and whole, I I have to make very drastic measures, or I take rather, I have to take very drastic measures in order for me to be a better me. Mm. And so I can be a better mom and a better wife and a better person, a better citizen, more productive to society. Because right now I'm not contributing to anybody the way that I need to because (laughs) I have so many deficits or I have so many issues or I have so many things that I'm dealing with. I can't even contribute to the people in my life like I need to because I have all of this stuff and all of this baggage. Mm. So let me go ahead and do what I have to do. Yeah. And I'm not gonna feel guilty about it. Yeah. I have to do what I have to do to be healthy. Yeah. Everybody's not gonna understand it mm. and that's okay. Right. You pray for those people, you, 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 you tell them how much you love them and then you go ahead and do what you have to do. Yeah. Don't feel guilty and don't let the enemy make you feel guilty yeah. because God wants you to be healthy yeah. and God wants you to be whole and productive and move forward. Yeah. And don't ever, what we want you to do too, Miss Flowers came out swinging. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what we want you to do is to be so secure in what you are being made to become. Yeah. There it is. See, listen, mm-hmm. you can't rush this Yeah. for all singles. You can't, don't rush this. Mm-hmm. When you rush it, you forfeit what is being made when you rush the process, when you rush the moment, you forfeit what God is trying to heal. Mm-hmm. Like she said, everybody's process will look different. Right. I'm not trying to emulate their process. Right. All this stuff that we've been saying, I want a marriage like bro, uh, brother and sister so-and-so. You don't know what's behind that curtain. Man, that process. You don't you know, know what's... the process they went <laughs> Listen, you don't know what is behind that right. curtain. that's true. Some of the most presented happy married people Mm. are the most miserable. They have just normalized in making people think we're in heaven, but they're really dealing with devils. (laughs) So you have to be able to embrace the process. Mm -hmm. And what we want you to do is to make sure that you are never clipping your wings so that you can go back to crawling with them. Uh. Because that was your normal. Everybody I come from across. I want us to unlearn what we have learned from wounded people. Mm. Unlearn that. Unlearn that so we can mature. Yeah. The enemy gets nervous when you mature. Yeah. Hell gets mm-hmm. nervous mm-hmm. when you mature. Right. When you start responding mature, mm-hmm. start thinking mature. Oh, yeah. Like when, when you start like carrying yourself with maturity, That's true. when you start processing with maturity mm-hmm. versus reacting to mm-hmm. every action, mm-hmm. that makes the enemy nervous because now I can no longer set up traps to get you to execute behavior that makes people look twice or question mm-hmm. your witness. Mm-hmm. 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 I want you to be reactive so that everybody else will say, see, I, I knew it. Right. I knew it. Mm-hmm. So 
as you heal and as you become, you really have these, these two options. Which pain are you going to choose? The pain of becoming or the pain of being stagnant? Both of them are painful. Right. Why aren't we talking about healing hurts? Yeah. Healing hurts. Mm -hmm. It hurts when you break your arm and they have to pop it back in place. That hurts. Yeah. But you don't want to be like my middle finger that I broke when I was in middle school and had other people try to pop it. Oh, you just jammed it. Oh, let me try to put it back in place. Don't let people who have never got fixed themselves try to fix you. Right. Telling me I just jammed my finger and I didn't discover until six, six years later that yeah. you broke it. And I would show it to you, but it would look like I'm flipping y'all off. <laughs> my middle finger is crooked. <laughs> and I didn't know I was broken. Listen, I didn't know it was broken because I was taking the advice from people who did not traffic and experience in that area. Right, right. When you get mature, you have to understand as I am detoxing from unhealthy things, mm -hmm. that means I'm going to have to learn what health tastes like. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to like, as I'm healing, I have to unlearn what unhealthy tastes like so that I could have the taste buds that desire health. Ooh. And, and listen, even with that, like if you put that in a literal sense, right, a practical sense, when you are changing your diet, there it is. when you've had an unhealthy diet for so long and now you're consuming things that are really good for you, yeah. it's kind of, at first you're kind of like... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you. Your palate mm. is not used to consuming things like this, like but it's, but it's good for you, mm. right? Because you've been so long functioning on this unhealthy diet. Yeah. But when you come to a place of maturity, right? Just like children, right? If, if, if our children allowed us to, they Sugar would eat popsicles and cookies and ding-dongs, chips all day, mm. every day. And we have, and you know, they are learning. We're teaching them, hey, you have to eat healthy. You can't. Those are snacks. Yeah. You have to have food. Food is fuel. It helps you to grow. You have yeah. to. Have, you can't just eat junk. You can't just consume that all the time. Yeah. And the more mature that they get, the more that they understand the nutrients that you get from certain foods and all of the bad stuff that you get from junk food. And so the more mature that you get in the spirit, as you're growing in the Lord, as you're growing in your faith, the more you'll see that certain things are toxic. And yeah. these things that are maybe a little new for me, a yeah. little uncomfortable, a little, I'm not used to this, my palate is not used to this, mm -hmm. but you're understanding, you're learning, but this is what I need yeah. in order for me to function properly so mm -hmm. I can grow, so I can mature. These The nutrients that I'm getting, yeah. that I'm gaining from, from these particular principles yeah. are the steps that I'm taking. This is what I need to be healthy. Yeah. Right? It's the same if you if you make if you understand the parallel that we're making, I need this stuff to be healthy. Mm. So I'm gonna go yes, it, it may be a little different. Yeah. It may be a little uncomfortable. I may not like it at first. Like you said, it's pain it, it's it's painful, yeah. Yeah. you know, when you go to the through certain processes. Mm. You may not like it. Yeah. But it's necessary for your growth. Yeah. And be willing to go through it if you wanna yeah. be healthy. You have to be tired of being stuck and being unhealthy. Yeah. You have to get to a place where you're saying, you know what? I'm ready to mature. Yeah. I'm ready to be better. I yeah. want to grow. I don't yeah. want to function anymore at this level that is completely unhealthy. Yeah. And the reason we're going this route is because unhealthy singles cultivate unhealthy marriages. Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't 
you're not unhealthy when you're single and marriage is a fitness center right the fitness center of your mind mental fitness mm -hmm. or emotional fitness no these are things that you do in the single state mm -hmm. if i'm an if i'm a unhealthy single i will be an unhealthy spouse it, forget all that stuff that we heard growing up happy wife happy life negative <laughs> happy spouse happy house this is something I possess. I have joy outside of Tanisha. Right. She has joy outside of me. You have to. She is not the fulfillment mm -hmm. of my joy. Right. Jesus is the fulfillment of my joy. Yes. Me healing also contributes to my joy. Absolutely. Me, me developing Godfidence is causing for me to have joy. See, it, it, gets, it gets weighty. When I put all my weight of my happiness on a person, right? This is how you it's get. It's not fair. This is how you get clingy. Mm -hmm. When I'm expecting you to cure how I feel, mm -hmm. I'm expecting you to cure my my mood. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting for her to cure how I'm feeling. Right. These are things that I have to have in my singleness. Yeah. But this is why we went this route because we ended. We ended where I said, okay, I want us to really dissect two different variables. I want us to dissect. How does a woman differentiate between a man that she is helping mm -hmm. versus one that she's a nurse to? Mm -hmm. Because I made a statement. I said, when God made Adam, he put him to sleep, opened his side, pulled Eve out. Okay. Uh, if God would not have closed that wound, that wound up, it would have become infected. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of men have some wounds that God needs to close. Mm -hmm. Until God does that, she will never be my wife. She will only be my nurse. Now, before we go down this journey, mm -hmm. um, before we started uh, going live, I was I was talking to Mrs. Flowers and my brother. I said, "Man, this the issue with our generation is we do not like process. No, we don't. We we we. So we say things high value, man. This is the man that has six figures in the bank. He's arrived." He has more degrees in a thermostat. The woman, she's arrived. She is, you know, six figures she's in the bank. She's accomplished. She's a comp. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. The finished and, product. Right. And I understand that. It sounds great. Mm -hmm. But when we are used to, I don't want to wait seven to ten business days. I'm doing overnight shipping. <laughs> you pull up at KFC. Hi, can I take your order? Yeah, let me get um, two snackers and a pot pie and um, some potato wedges. It's gonna take uh, 10 to 15 minutes for potato wedges. I'm gone. How you don't have potato wedges? <laughs> right, right. Just the patient factor. And if you went home and cut up potatoes and start to like peel the potatoes right. and put them in grease, it would take you longer than 10 minutes. Yeah, season it, you know, <laughs> wash the potatoes, all of that. That, yeah. that whole, that whole uh, process of allowing things to become, mm. I think that grace aspect in the arena of relationships is gone. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not I'm not saying settle. Right. But what I am saying is everybody has to be processed. Everybody. Mm -hmm. The 2022 version of this man you're looking at is not the same 2012 version she said I do to. But he had to do the work though. There you go. You see what I'm saying? So what he's saying is, so yes, you you can be married, of course. You do a lot of the work in your single state. And you, you're always constantly becoming right. who God wants you to be. 
nobody ever arrives until we leave this earth you right. are forever becoming who god wants you to be right period yeah so when he gets married he already has a level of maturity mm-hmm. but then there's certain things that he learns in the married state but i can't i can't do it for him she helps me i help him along the way but he has to do the work right and i think the problem is we think that somebody else is going to do the work for us or it should be done or it should be done already yeah and nobody is a finished product and mm-hmm. even if somebody is uh seems accomplished financially mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they are accomplished emotionally <laughs> right that doesn't mean that they are they they could have uh, seven degrees or yeah. have a, a thriving career or business. Yeah. Uh, they could have their business plan or they could be very established yeah. financially. Yeah. But emotionally, they are very immature. Mm-hmm. So they still have to grow and and develop in areas so that can be functional and contributing right. into a and into a healthy relationship. It's it's because listen y'all, for those who have a problem digesting this God does not hand out arcs. He gives you trees right. and instructions. Right. <laughs> right. Listen. Right. God does not hand out arcs. He gives you trees and instructions. This is problematic because we don't like cutting down trees. This is problematic because we don't like following instructions. We want somebody or we want something to be already assembled. Right. <laughs> That's yeah, it. We want yeah. it already assembled. Right. But God does not hand out arcs. He gives you trees and instructions. Mm-hmm. Us trying to do a therapy Thursday, telling you the necessity of healing and scriptures we're about to unpack with you, is to give you instructions so that you could identify a tree that is conducive for an ark. Mm-hmm. You have to build the ark. Right. I'm going to provide you with trees. Right. And I'm going to provide you Give with you the instructions. The tools, the tools. All the tools necessary. But you have to build it. Yeah. And that's the thing that I think our generation is really, really struggling with. We don't like building. Yeah. Everything is quick. I mean, you can, you, I mean, you can get a career. Jerry think, was just showing of, me something last night of a, a, a kid, you know. You can, you can get. Oh, yeah. He. This guy on not t- knocking anything like this, I think it's extraordinary. But this guy on TikTok um, is a beast at what he does, yeah. and he got Disney's attention, yeah. and got offered a significant, mm-hmm. you know, financial increase for yeah. that. Yeah. I'm like, you done? Right. You, <laughs> Seven so, million. Why finish high school? Yeah. People see that. People see that, and <laughs> I'm like I said, we're not knocking this young man whatsoever. But yeah. I think other people see that, and like, okay, well, I can just get, you know, let me just do this one thing, and then, you know, I've arrived, and and. The process, like Jerry's saying, the process of becoming is is been forfeited yeah. because we think we want things quick. Yeah. When I'm teaching my 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 daughter a math problem or a process, I can't just give her the answer. Yeah. I have to give her the tools necessary so she can work it out and get the answer herself, because so she can understand what she has to do to get the problem to yeah. get the answer. Yeah. And that's a lot of times what we want. We just want the answer. We just, just give me the answer. Just, mm-hmm. just get, just, I, why do I have to go through all this to get here? Yeah. It's what you gain in the process, mm-hmm. right? Your brain is, the wheels are turning. Your, 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 the wiring is, is going yeah. from one spot to another. When you're yeah. going through the process and you're understanding, this is what I have to do in order to get this answer. Mm-hmm. Then you are more, then you can do the rest on your own because you've worked it out. 
see look look it, let's just use us for an example just because i mean do you see what i'm saying you totally know? they okay. get what you're saying yeah but let's let's use us for an example in 2012 i was not in this predicament mm-hmm. where i am now mm-hmm. no 2012 i was a student pastor and a christian rapper that is what I did for a living. I hung out with high school students and college students, and college students mm-hmm. during the week, mm-hmm. and I was in the studio dropping bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why when I preach, if you hear bars, <laughs> it's just yeah. something that's a part of my makeup. Right. Um, my wife was established. Well, how many jobs did you have? Two, three? Three-ish. Three jobs. Three-ish. Two-ish. Yeah. Um, a teacher... And when we met, just think about my introduction. What do you do for a living? I'm a student pastor and I do Christian rap. Now, what were you thinking? Are we going to tell this story? Because normally well, you... Just, just kind of to the point. Okay. Like, I normally, be... I was like, okay, that's dope. But what's your, you know, what's your real job? <laughs> like, what? You, I was like, okay, that's... I mean, that's great. He was a believer. He loved God. But, I, you know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> what's on your taxes? You know, what do you, what do you file, <laughs> you know, to the IRS? And so, which which is, you know, hey, I'm not knocking gospel rappers or student pastors because he was an awesome, awesome man of God, and he was awesome at what he did. But in my mind, I'm like, is there something else that you do to establish a more consistent income for your life, right? Is there a paycheck that you get in regularly? And um, I had to learn, you know, that this is what God had called him to do. Yeah. Right? And no, he, no, don't, don't. Mm-mm. I mean, I did. I mm-hmm. had to. No, we're not doing churchy. <laughs> I did. No, don't, don't. I had to learn. I did what have God to learn. called him to do. I no, did. I want you to tell real. How did you initially feel when you found out that I was I, I, I was younger than you? I, I said I was it. in a whole nother state. No, you, you're telling me your arrival stance. Your arrival was, okay, that's what God has him to do. But when we first, come on, this therapy, let's get there. Okay, so when I when we first met, I was like, okay, I feel, I, I felt like, okay, he 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 not ready. See, he not he not I'm ready. Not for, ready. He not ready for me. Like you're not ready for what I come with. Mm. You know, um, I love that you love God, which is the most important thing. But there's other stuff that has to happen if you're gonna <laughs> you know get married. You gotta have other things set place and you know established if you want to you know be uh established and and take you know taken care of mm. so i was kind of like ah you know i don't know <laughs> i was like yeah i don't think he ready you might you may need to just find some other girl down in, in texas uh because i don't think you're ready for all of this y'all hear that right i i'm being honest and and well, other good. stuff too i mean i didn't think he was ready for what for me i was older than him I was four years older than him. And was. I, yes. I am. <laughs> I am still. That doesn't change. Um, and so he had, like, just got out of college a couple years ago. And um, and he did have a college degree, which I, I totally respected. But I was like, he's he not ready. He's real wet behind the ears. He seems real sheltered. You know, hasn't lived a whole lot of life. Um, I've, I've been through some stuff. I just felt like he hadn't had enough experience to deal with who I was as a woman. She wanted a fool. You see that? That's not true. (laughs) That's not true at all. Hey, look. Really? I didn't want a fool. I had fools. Trust me. I didn't want no fool. I had some fools. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Just just looking at the surface, 
just looking at the surface, um, I was not my wife's preference. Right. Um, younger than her, I was not established yet, mm -hmm. but obviously she was divinely graced to help me meet this place that I'm at and places that I will continue to go to um, throughout my life's journey. And I think the most important thing is we should get to this place where the last thing I want is for you to be the same thing I just left. Amen. Did mm. you hear me? Yes. The last thing I want is for you to be the same thing I just, I just left. left. No. All right. Thank you. <laughs> now, there are no inconsistencies in God's nature. Mm. He's the same yesterday, today, forevermore. Right. Changes not. But there are unpredictabilities in his methods. Mm. So when you render and surrender your yes to God, when he brings you somebody, brings you an opportunity, it may be outside of what you would expect God to do. Because I clearly, just using our story, was outside of what Tanisha was expecting. Now, there's a whole lot that could preach to it because um, she went to support her pastor at a, at a particular event, and that's where we discovered each other. But if I would not have been rapping, Mm -hmm. I would not have been invited. Right. Which means I never would have met Tanisha. Now, if she would not have been serving and mm -hmm. supporting, she would not have ever met me. So look at this. Way off in Houston, I'm serving and I'm focused on my generation. I don't want them to listen to the toxic music of the day. I never wanted to be a rapper. I just was low-key gifted in the ability of poetry metaphors, punchlines, mm -hmm. and the like. And speaking. And speaking. Mm -hmm. So I was using that ability to foster growth and also an alternative mm -hmm. to my generation so they did not have to listen to the filth. Mm -hmm. I had no idea God would use that method to be a transportation unit to get me in a position to meet my wife. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the very thing that initially she was like, okay, what's your real job? Was the very thing that God used to be a transportation system for me to discover her. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you are in purpose, it collides you with purpose partners. Mm -hmm. One more time. When you are in purpose, it collides you with purpose partners. And I think the, the main thing that we want to voice and that I want you to touch on that difference where a lot of people could know that I'm also a voice from a man's perspective. I think the main thing that we're lacking is patience. Yeah. That's the main thing that we're lacking. Last week, I mean, the week before was all about healing. This one is you have to be patient to even receive and to become the individual that God is trying to make you for the person that you're going to do life with. Like, are you patient enough for love or are you patient enough to be loved? It's possible that we have been in dysfunction and toxicity for so long mm -hmm. that peace makes us suspicious. Right. In our dating, she was asking, you know, uh, what about me? What do you see in me? What's the catch? Like, you started to believe that mm -hmm. this is too good to be true. Yeah, I did. Because I did. when you do have a resume of being hurt it is very easy for you to for you to anticipate right. that pain being recycled. Right. Or not even, I mean, being hurt, of course. Again. Um, and also just 
men doing stuff sorry. Just yeah. being just being trifling. Women too. No, I'm saying for me personally, <laughs> right? Just doing something. She said sorry. Sorry, just being sorry. <laughs> so I'm like, what's where do you come from? I, I remember thinking that. I'm like, where did what what rock have you been hiding under? Because I just had never met anyone like him before. I had met many men in church. I hadn't known men that were already married. Mm. Uh, that were good men, that were friends of mine, but I had never met somebody like him at his age. It was just different. It was different. They always let me down. Or they, it was always something else, right? Yeah. It was always something. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this something, mm, what, 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 what are you hiding? Yeah. And I thank God that he showed me that there are still genuine good men that love God yeah. out there yeah. that are passionate about pursuing purpose. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I thank God that he allowed me to see it. Yeah. And so just to encourage any women out there, I know it seems like they don't exist. Just a little sidebar. I know it feels and it seems like they don't exist, but they do. Yeah. But if you do stay in your purpose, and you do stay trusting God and following his path and following his plan, mm. if it is his will for your life, yeah. you will collide with it. Yeah. Just keep being about your father's business. Mm. I know that for certain. Continue to be about your father's and business. They're, they're tired of hearing that. Yeah. You know, be candid. Mm -hmm. These women, you know, talking to my sisters for a second, they're mm -hmm. tired of hearing be faithful. Mm -hmm. They're tired of hearing in God's timing. Mm -hmm. Tired of, you know, I... If, if it's God's will and that tiredness, and that's what I was really trying to articulate on Sunday, was that the enemy, he really traffics in trying to make you exhausted. Yeah. Galatians 6, all day, be not weary and well-doing, for in due season you will reap a harvest if you faint not. If marriage is a part of your flight itinerary for your life, um, as long as you are striving to heal and as long as you're striving to see God's face, mm -hmm. we're not on here prophesying. I'm not telling you, you're going to get a house and you're going to get a wife. I don't know your story. Right. But I do know if it is something that God has established for mm -hmm. you for the fulfillment of your purpose, you right. see, because I'm limited, just me, this is me. I'm limited in my purpose without Mrs. Flowers. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's why God allowed us to meet. Now, she has an assignment and I have an assignment. Don't get this twisted. She has an assignment and I have an assignment. But obviously, God was like, okay, for what I need you to do in the earth, though, y'all have to meet. Right. Y'all have to. Mm -hmm. If it was not, we never would have met. But God knew for you to fulfill what you have to do, sir, and for her to fulfill what she has to do, I have to have y'all yeah. cross paths. Mm -hmm. Y'all are purpose partners. Y'all yeah. have purpose outside of each other, but your purposes are going to partner together for a greater purpose, right. for the which is giving me glory. It's divine. Advancing my kingdom. Right. Yes. So I, I really want us to understand that, that at the end of the day, it should be, it should be about PPG, purpose, picture, glory. Mm. Why do you want to be together? The purpose. What is the purpose of your relationship? Right. The purpose. Does it create a picture? It's just the grace of God that he's allowed our marriage to be a picture of hope for a generation. Right. Every man out here is not foul. Mm -hmm. Some men really do love the Lord. Yeah. Every woman out here isn't trifling. Yeah, and that's what She's I wanted to convey. Yeah. She's not cursing me out. Yeah. 
She's not cursing me out or has, you know, presenting one thing on camera and something else, something else behind the screen. No, she really lives this. So this is a picture of hope mm -hmm. that ultimately, ultimately gives God glory. Yeah. PPG. Yeah. What is the purpose? What picture does God want this to present? Mm -hmm. Because God does not send you somebody just for romance. He sends you somebody to advance, advance the kingdom, advance his kingdom agenda. Right. And that gives him glory. Absolutely. And somebody may be saying, okay, listen, uh, you setting people up for failure. You talking about be patient. I've been patient. I've been patient. Mm -hmm. And I think that is one of the tactics of the enemy because that pain hits different when you are contributing patience to something that is never going to be yours. Mm. You see? So what the enemy wants us to do, this is why I did a whole series on discernment. The whole, all summer of 2021, I did a series on discernment because I recognize what the enemy is trying to do to brothers and sisters. He wants to exhaust your heart. You are going to spend all of your emotional energy and your effort on what hell sent. Mm. So by the time God sends you somebody, mm -hmm. your patience has left with what with your patience has left with what was never yours. Mm, mm, mm. So no, I don't have patience, Jay. I don't have patience, Miss Flowers, because I was patient with someone who was never mine. Never part of my And destiny. I felt like I was putting forth all of these efforts, all of this contribution, and they left and got married to somebody else. Mm. So now here I am. I'm not going to be patient with anybody. And I'm trying to get you to understand that's pain that has built a wall, but healing builds a door. You need to be able to heal so the door can be open so you can receive what God does want right. to send your way. Absolutely. My wife, her story, she did experience pain before me. Yeah. She did. And there was walls mm -hmm. I was hitting mm -hmm. while we were recording. And I had to why, tell her, just give me a chance. Yeah. And that's why I was saying, I know it doesn't seem like mm. they're out there because I had been to that point of like, they don't exist just forget about this whole thing, right? I'm good by myself. I had gotten to that point because of all of the mess yeah. that I had seen. Yeah. But God, through that, showed me, through meeting Jerry, showed me that they do exist. They are out there. You, it does, and it may sound like a broken record. Mm. It is his perfect timing. Yeah. It is, it is what God wants for your life. And that is why our lives should be a, about what God wants. Mm. Not what I want or not what I desire, but God, what is it that you desire for my life there it is. so that I can please you to the fullest? Yeah. My life is not about myself. It's mm. not my own. Mm. I belong to you. Everything that I am, the whole purpose of my being is to bring you glory. And however that looks, yeah. for me, God, do it. Yeah. However, that looks, and that is a that's a that that a lot of people don't want to pray that prayer mm. because they don't know what the outcome's gonna be because they they think that it's gonna be what they think the outcome is gonna be. Yeah. But just know whatever the outcome is gonna be the best one because it's God's. There it is. And that's the confidence that we need to have in our God. Yeah. To know that whatever, whenever we say God, yes, have your way, mm. I'm yours that his outcome is always the best outcome. Yeah. Anything that you could have mapped out, you could have mapped out to you and your finite thinking, mm. the perfect plan for your life. Yeah. You could have done you could have done it. Yeah. 
it is nothing compared to the path that God has has mapped out for you. Yeah. Nothing. You could have put every part, you could have dotted every I and crossed every T. It could have been 30 pages long, your whole life mapped out. You're like, I got this. This is perfect. My perfect life. (laughs) It is nothing compared to what God has for you. Yeah. Nothing. God will always have the best plan. So that's why we have to trust and say, God, my plans are nothing compared to what is in your infinite, eternal mind. So that's why we have to just say, in our surrendering to God, have your way. Yeah. Yeah. And, And being able to remember, God does not hand out arcs. Amen. I want that to be like adhesive on everybody's mind mm. who is watching us and will rewatch this or listen to the podcast. Right. Stick, 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 stick it to your mind, right? God does not hand out arcs. He hands out trees and instructions. If we never follow the instruction, we will never get the ark. Mm-hmm. If we try to form an ark without following his instructions. Yeah. We will build something that opens the door for leaks. Man. So when it's it will sink. When it storms, yes. you sink. That's good. Because I try to build a ark without instruction. Come on. If you try to build it without trees, what is that? Solid foundation. Mm. When the wind blows, it's not strong enough to withstand adversity. That's so good. it collapses. Mm-hmm. God hands out. God does not hand out arcs. He hands out trees and instructions. Yeah. Trees and instructions. So these, these, these passages of scripture I want us to consider. First is Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. It says, whoever is patient. Can I get everybody to put in the room patient? Patient. 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 Mm-hmm. You probably feel convicted just writing it. <laughs> patient. Whoever is patient. Look at this has great understanding. Mm. But one who is quick-tempered displays folly. So when this text says, whoever is patient has great understanding, it's because patience understands the value of a thing. To lose patience is to forget value. Right. Patience understands the value of a thing. Mm-hmm. I understand the value of my wife, so I'm patient. I understand the value of my children. So I'm patient. I understand the value of the ministry that God has blessed us with. So I'm patient with the process. To understand value is to be patient. And whenever I have lost patience, it is because I don't understand the value of this process. Mm -hmm. I don't understand the value of this season. I don't understand the value of 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 this point. I do not understand the value of this, so I lose patience. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2, it says... With all humility and gentleness, with, what's that word? Patience. Patience. Bearing. Bearing. Ms. Flowers, I want you to break what bearing bearing means. Bearing with one another in love. I love this. With patience, bearing with one another. What does that mean to bear with? Well, when you bear with, you stick to, you, you, you labor with, you know, you, you, um, you, um, you, uh, what's, what's a good word? I mean, that's the best way. I mean, when you bear, you're bear, you're like, you're holding on to, you know, when you bear with one another, like when somebody says, bear with me guys, 
bear with me. Like, stay with me. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Don't give just up. Just stick stick around because I'm. It's it's coming. You know. I, just hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. So when you bear with someone, that means you stick around. You don't leave. You you stay the course. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're you're steadfast. Steadfast. That's a good one. We don't have any steadfastness mm. today. Bearing with one another in love. Mm-hmm. If we were to ask for everybody to put in the room what love is, tons of definitions oh, would be flooded. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, love is sacrifice, mm-hmm. and love is having my back, yeah. and love is reciprocity, mm-hmm. and, and love is unconditional. Mm-hmm. You're right, unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Because how can you really say you love me unconditionally when you don't love me when I meet your conditions? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I wonder how many of us, how many of us really have viewed love as patient. Like, that is what love is. Patience. Patience. Are you patient enough for love or patient enough to be loved? Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, it says, Put on then, look, as God's chosen ones, Mm -hmm. holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, Meekness, and there's that word again, patience. God does not hand out arcs. He hands out trees and instructions. So, Mrs. Flowers, how do, how do you help the sisters? How, how do I know when I am grace to help versus I am really crippling this man? Like, I, I'm graced to help him, because that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. Every woman who's watching this, who's saying, I want to be married, you're saying, God, send me a brother who needs help. I need to help. Okay. So how do you know this is one that I'm graced to help versus this is one that I'm crippling? Well, I think, first of all, when you are in step with the Lord and you really are pursuing his his path for your life, you are praying and you are seeking God for his discernment. Mm. So that's key. First of all, if you know that this is what God has for your life and this person and your purpose partners, God will give you the discernment whether or not this is somebody that you're supposed to be doing life with or somebody that you're not. So discernment is key, first of all. And then I also wanted to bring out this nurture versus nurse concept. So I have a a couple of definitions. So when you are nursing someone, as as Jerry was using the reference back to Adam, when God had closed up his side, if he did not, he would have bled out, but God had to close that up. Yeah. And so some women try to be a man's nurse. So hmm. uh, as I was looking through definitions of nurse, of course we understand what a, a real nurse is, is a hospital to help someone along, right? But this definition really stood out to me, and it's trying to cure or alleviate by treating it carefully and protectively. Wow. And I think uh, those key words of trying to cure cure. and alleviate. So you're trying to just take it all away. And that is not our jobs Mm. as Mm -hmm. women. I cannot take anything away from him. I can't do that. Man, did it y'all is my, hear that? It's trying not, to cure I, or alleviate. I can't cure him. I can't make him be well. I can't make him be whole. I can't make him be honest. loving and honest. I can't make him be faithful. Mm. I'm not. I cannot cure his um, selfishness. <laughs> I cannot alleviate all of his 
his problems. Mm. I cannot take that away just by my presence or my love or me being just who I am. Mm. I cannot cure that. That is only and solely up to God. Only Mm. God can do that. That person is responsible for their own healing. And I think a lot of women try to cure this. Well, if I do this, then he will not do this anymore. Well, if I do this, then he will love me this way. Well, if I try this, or if I keep on doing this, then eventually he will become this. That's trying to cure and alleviate. Hmm. That, you're not his nurse. And And he will never, ever, ever, be the better man that God has called him to be if you are trying to fix the problems that he has. That's so good. So that is being a nurse. Now the difference with nurturing is the process of caring and encouraging the growth or development of someone or something. So encouraging, right? Encouraging and caring for, for the growth and development of. So I am encouraging you along the way. You see the deficits yourself. You see the problems yourself. He recognizes them, right? Mm. So it's different from like a man that is unfaithful and you're like, I'm gonna try to love him more and I'm gonna try to make myself up and I'm gonna try to, you know, always be there for him and you know, I'm gonna try to be the best woman so he won't ever cheat on me, right? He'll he'll yeah. keep being faithful. Yeah. That is not your issue and you cannot cure that in him. Or alleviate it. Or alleviate it. Mm-hmm. He has to recognize this is a bad quality and I need to change it. And there is nothing that she can do to change it. I can only do it. Yeah. And so a a nurturer is someone that says, okay, I see that this is a problem and you see this is a problem. You have to make the steps to fix it and to change it. You have to make the steps to get healed, to get whole, to be more functional, to be more productive to me to be more contributing in this relationship Mm. so guess what you see the problem you're making the steps i am here for you along the way so i am i am encouraging you along the way i can even hold you accountable along the way but i cannot do something to force or make you there's not there's no amount of conversations Mm. or or therapy even There's no amount of anything that you can do as an individual that can make somebody or cure or alleviate the problems in which they have to change themselves or God has to do with them. They have to recognize it themselves. They have to make the proper uh, steps and take those avenues in order to be a whole person so they can be functional in a relationship and ultimately a marriage. That's so good. God has to do the work and they have to do the work. You can't do it for them. That's so good. And it's the same thing uh, for brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just how uh, women aren't therapists um, for men who need healing. Um, men don't eradicate your loneliness. They're not saviors. We're not saving damiel, damsels in distress. Mm-hmm. Kings aren't looking for that. They're looking for one who will help reign in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. They're, like one who will help me to continue to rule and to to release my roar. Yeah. I'm looking for one to help that continue can help establish me the kingdom. Establish right? the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, real men establish order. Mm-hmm. Kings establish order and regulate the chaos. So if she is a woman that does not like um, peace, if she's a woman that fights your um, strives to regulate order and establish 
chaos, she may not be ready enough to um, be in a position to be a wife because you have to understand too, a wife is just a title, a help meet is just a function. Husband is just a title, being a leader is a function. Yeah, that's good. And I can't lead her if I'm not being led. Amen. There's a whole lot of conversations about her getting right. But at the same time, there are a whole lot of men that aren't challenged to actually be men. And so we have a lot of, huh, some brothers who have, um, they're looking for mama, even though they are a man. I'm looking for a woman who will cook clean and take care of me. Mm. But the kingdom man is not looking for that. I'm looking for one that will help me with the vision that I already have. A remember, par- a partner. Remember, Adam already, already was killing it with mm. the Lord. He already was doing his thing. He just needed her to help it multiply. Right. So it's almost like, yeah, I can make a million on my own. Mm-hmm. But with you, I can make a billion. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm broke. Nah. <laughs> it's not like I'm broke. I was already doing what God wanted me to do, mm-hmm. but your presence is causing for it to multiply. And that's the basic thing that I want for both genders to consider. Um, for the woman to consider, am I trying to alleviate a condition? If so, that's not your job. Um, but am I But am I encouraging growth that I see he's trying to grow in? Right, right. That's right. a helper. Right, right. That's a helper. Yeah. And um, two more scriptures. Uh, that, well, actually, one more scripture I want to give you because I already quoted that love is patient that we know, most of us know, comes from 1 Corinthians mm-hmm. uh, chapter 13. But uh, in John chapter 21, verse 6, I thought this was interesting. Jesus says, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. I want you to notice this. Same boat, same net, same water, different word. For many of us, your different word is patience. Patience. Same boat, same water, same net different word from God. It was from the Lord. He Mm -hmm. said, go on the other side. Mm -hmm. On the other side of your patience Mm -hmm. is a catch. On the other side of your healing is a blessing. On the other side of your gentleness is a blessing. But if you're in a predicament where it feels like I'm catching nothing, could it be because God is trying to give you a different word for you to follow, for you to reap a different harvest? Yes. I've reaped counterfeits. Mm -hmm. I don't want that anymore. Right. I don't want that anymore. I want to reap what God has for me. So point number one, you have to know an impatient heart cannot be a loving one. A impatient heart cannot be a loving heart. Hmm. And sometimes just like, sometimes we have to remember, just like God loves you, he also loves them. Amen. And God knows you aren't healed enough and patient enough even with yourself for my right. son right. or for my daughter right. because an impatient heart can't be a loving heart. Number two, you don't protect your heart by acting like you don't have one. Mm. That's good. That's not how it works. You protect your heart by guarding it with all diligence. You don't protect your heart by acting like you don't have one. A heart being guarded is a heart that evaluates. Think of a guard. I evaluate and screen so that I could consider access granted or access denied. That is a guard. Amen. A wall, you can't get out. No one can get in. Number three, a wounded heart bleeds on others. This is the beauty of the single season. God is dealing with all of the stuff that hurt. Mm -hmm. 
all of the pain that hurt. Number four, a relationship is not the antidote. That's good. I'm lonely. A relationship is not the antidote nope, for that. Nope, 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 nope. It's not. Nope. Man, if I just had a partner, a relationship is not the antidote Mm-mm. for your for your financial patterns. Mm-mm. No. A relationship is not the antidote for your insecurity. Well, once I get married, and don't let a parent ask you or project on you, when you going to get married? I want right. some grandbabies. Yeah. I want some... If you aren't ready, be confident enough to be misunderstood. Right. Because misunderstood is also married to healing. Amen. They don't understand this because they're not the one who needs to get healed like I do. Okay? And last one, God wants a picture. I want you to just think about this for a second. Let's say this is the man, this is the woman. This is the body, this is the lens. Okay? Hold it for me, Miss Flowers. Make sure you get it right. Right there. All right. God needs a whole body, mm-hmm. and I need a whole lens mm-hmm. because I need a whole picture, okay? The reason I'm connecting this man with this woman, and what I want is a spiritual click. I want a spiritual click. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I want a picture of God in sneer. Amen. I want a picture. I'm telling y'all this. God wants a picture of more godly marriages in the earth. That's so good. The world is trying to redefine marriage and it is perverted. God wants a picture. Yes. Remember, marriage is a picture of Christ and his church. Mm -hmm. I want to have kingdom marriages in the earth. Mm -hmm. And I want those kingdom marriages to have kingdom babies. God desires godly offspring. That's Malachi. That's what God desires. A godly picture in the earth. Mm -hmm. But for that to happen, I have to be able... For in a season of my life, mm-hmm. to let God fix this, and let God fix this, mm-hmm. and stop questioning when I see other people. See, like, look. Keep holding it up when they see it. That lens won't be jealous of this lens when she recognizes I'm not compatible with this body. Right. <laughs> I'm not compatible with this body. Right, right, right. So if somebody else has a body and they connect, I'm not going to get jealous because I don't fit with that one. Exactly. But the one that God has for me Come on. to fit with, there's not going to just be compatibility. There's going to be a spiritual click. click. Yes. Because God wants a picture in the earth of himself through your covenant. And can say I say this? Yeah. Reiterate this last thing that that I love that you did that illustration. There is no amount of help that you can give to someone that you are not graced to be with. Mm. The the with with the uh, analogy that I gave with the nurturing and the nurse. There is no amount if you are not. That's why I started with the number one thing you have to have is discernment. and be in his purpose because God will give you the grace to nurture in the areas that need to be nurtured. Mm. And you, there is not, there is no amount of nurturing that can happen when you, when it's not for the one that God is, that is designed. And there's no amount. There's no amount. Like you can nurture and nurture and nurture Mm. and nurture and nurture. Like I have the grace. God gave me the grace to nurture and help this man. Mm. But there, another woman does not, and she could be a beautiful, awesome, godly woman. Yeah. But that doesn't mean she has the grace to nurture this particular man. And vice versa. And vice versa. So we have, and that's why it starts with God 
I want your purpose. Mm. I want discernment for who you want in my life. And you will give me the grace to help, to lead, to nurture, to cover, to whatever, because you have authored this connection. Yeah. I wanted to reiterate that. Yeah, so good. I can't lead somebody I'm not graced to. And I think for a lot of us, we need to pray two things. Father, forgive me for all of the times I tried to alleviate a condition on somebody I'm not graced for. Right. I understand every problem is not my problem. And then also pray, Father, give me the courage and the strength to forgive myself for all of the times I tried to build an ark without your instructions. Without your instructions. Because the pain of evolution is better than the pain of stagnation. Mm -hmm. God does not give out arcs. He gives out trees and instructions. So Father, in this moment, we ask that, would you increase our patience? I've said it before, that patience is the ability to survive the season of not yet, and patience is also the acceptance of things going in a different way than what we had in mind. You told us in your words several different passages that we read about how we should have patience and those who have patience have great understanding and love is patient and we should bear with bear with one another in patience. Maybe, just maybe that different word that we need to apply is patience and help us be patient with ourselves and also God, if we could be honest, patient with you. Because surely if you were patient with us in our rebellion, we could be patient with you in our becoming. And we thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, God. And whatever system that you have to dismantle, whatever stronghold you have to dismantle so that we could be all that you have called us to be, we're asking for you to do it. We bind the enemy for his plots and his schemes. Give us king discernment, oh God, so that any time the enemy is trying to send us pain, gift-wrapped as our preference, we will take heed to your cautioning. Give us discernment so that no longer will we entertain counterfeits, counterfeit opportunities, counterfeit offers, counterfeit people that are designed to rob us of our joy and to exhaust us so that we become weary and we faint before reaping our harvest. Give us discernment. We do not want to entertain anything else that was not sent by you. We ask that you give us the strength to be misunderstood because being misunderstood is a part of healing. Some people won't understand our healing journey and that's okay because we're more focused on what you want us to become versus who they knew who we used to be. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.